yeah. I wanna be a billionaire uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. Till I see a million every week yeah. I wanna be a billionaire uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. Till I see a billy every week Go. I wanna be a billionaire Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire I ain't getting no sleep nah. Till I see a billy every week yeah. I ain't gonna be a billionaire gentlemen how you doing welcome to another episode of sleep is for billionaires the podcast i am your host johnny vegas now today ladies and gentlemen you're in for a treat because it's the first time i got a repeat guest on the show my man dj flip what's good, really bro. good bro chilling man thank you for coming it's good back. To be back bro it's really good to be back yeah man i know we got some things to talk about i seen you moving out here in these streets you know you f- messing with empire records you know you got something with i ain't even gonna say that you know we're gonna keep that on the low you know and i want the people i want you to give my audience you know the new updates and just keep pushing that motivation that you've been doing from the very beginning because you know as you was mentioned earlier we both came a long way and we still coming you know what i'm saying yeah, paul man. so it's like you know Share some of that, that, that secret sauce with these people, man. Like, tell us about the updates, man. Well, updates, well, pretty much right now, what I'm working on is a few projects with a couple of labels, you know. Um, a lot of stuff is confidential, of course, in the background. But, like, I would say a few things with Empire, you know, Dev Jam. Uh, my latest plaque I got was with Tiger's Taste. Okay, okay. Um, now, explain to, explain how does someone like you... You know, in your position, actually receive a plaque. Like, what was your contribution contribution to the taste record by Tiger? It was pretty much based off relationships. A lot of people got twisted, like, "Oh, you you worked on the record? Um, damn, I didn't know you produced that. I thought it was, you know, that producer such and such." Nah, <clears throat> I was one of the DJs on Ready at the time when I was on iHeartRadio to actually play the record before I got on rotation. So when Empire sent me the the record taste, right? And it's like, yo, we need a little taste of the record to see if you can break it out. Cool. You know what? I'm going to drop this on rotation because Tiger hasn't had a hit in a long time. I kept dropping the rotation, drop rotation. First thing you know, it's just like Empire calls me. Yo, like, we want to give you a plat because you actually broke out Tiger's record. And before you know it, it's two times platinum. Mm. As soon as I received the plaque, it went three times. Currently, last month, um, October, is now six times platinum. Wow. And, you know, just to be part of that, be part of the family, be part of that history. participation history, it's yeah. like, you know what? That just brought my resume from zero to 100 real quick, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a blessing, you know? Thank the universe for that. Thank God. Thank Tiger, you know? Like, I recently just met Tiger, you know, um, over there at ComplexCon. Um, he's got a good brand coming out. Um, it's called... Something with Dutch. I'm sorry about that, Tiger, but, you know, I have so much thing on my head, but, like, there's a lot of good things that Tiger's bringing out to the game, and, you know... Now, did you make him good. aware that you actually helped out with that record when you met him, or was just like, hey, what's up, nice to meet you, uh-huh. When I When I told him, I was like, yo, Tiger, what's up, bro? Like, I just want to say thank you, you know? Like, why, well, what's up? I was like, yo, this is my plaque that you that you got and gave me. Empire gave me this plaque because I helped break this record for you. That me up, I was like, thank you, bro, I really appreciate it. And then anytime, man, just went our own ways after that, you know? Mm. It's always a quick hear and go, like, yo, see you, nice to meet you, bye, you know? And off to the next phase of life. Just mm. get going, chapters after chapters. Gotcha. So tell me, what type of deals do you have in place to where, you know, you're in this position to, you know, find talent for, for other record labels or, you know, be, well, I know you started out as a DJ, that's what you were saying before, how you got into iHeart, but tell me what what deals you have in place with other these other uh, labels that put you in a position to find them talent. Man, um, as far as just mainly distribution, you know, like, 
it's really not hard to obtain distribution or getting a deal from a record label. It's you just have to follow the equipment things on the list. Like, yo, um, if I'm going to get you a deal or get you in front of a, a label, I need to see your music video. I need to see, it's not about the numbers anymore. Like, forget numbers. Numbers ain't shit anymore. Like, anybody can get a million views on Spotify, SoundCloud. We get it. It's a lot of fake stuff out there. We don't need that anymore. We need real. Mm -hmm. So, your quality, your mixing, mastering, um, the DJ packs, you need the DJs to break your records. You know, so if you're not building relationships with the radio stations, you're not building relationships with people in the industry, how are you supposed to get recognized of your face and how are you supposed to play your music? You got to get everything done right. Mm -hmm. You just can't rip a, a, a record off YouTube and say that you got a hit. Nah, we want to see if it's where it come from, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you have rights to it? Because when it gets down to the, the, to the paperwork and business, like, we got to make sure that you're not getting sued or you didn't take this person's beat or this person's sample, you know? Everything's got to be right. You can't be right, then don't be in this game at all. Don't become an artist. Be a regular John Doe working at 9-5. Right. No, I get that. But it, that sounds like more you talking to the artist and trying to retain them as a client to put them in front of labels. And that's... Yeah, I get that. But I want to hear how the conversation between you and the labels went for you to even be appointed the, the position to do that, to find the talent. So, you know, how did that conversation go? That's a good question. Well, it's pretty much the footwork, you know. I have A&Rs. I have people from the industry always watching me. Mm. They go, Flip, what are you doing? Um, I'm out here in L.A. Oh, are you working on projects? Yeah, I'm working with this artist such and such. Cool, I want to see it. They're always watching me because I'm an active DJ on the streets, you know? I'm not just in clubs, like, I'm actually in the studios. I'm actually in Long Beach, Burbank. I'm actually on Riverside. I'm actually looking for talent, scoping it out. There's not a lot of A&Rs in the game that can actually go and scoop out talent. You know, so I'm out there doing the footwork because they're always there, always there stuck in the office. Mm. So they always come to me and be like, okay, well, you know what? I see you working with this artist, you know, such and such. Um, if you can get these certain requirements done, I would like to put you on the office and talk business. You know, that's when it comes in, you know, like, I just need to see the footwork. I can't just work a relationship with you. If you're out there all the way in, like, Africa or, like, Canada or somewhere and you want to work with me, nah. Fly out here and work with me so people can see you because we're not going to drive or fly all the way out to where you're at. We want to be right here where the main place is, L.A., you know? This is where it happens. This is where you need to be at to make things happen. Right. Okay, okay. Well, that's what's up, man. Well, it sounds like you build a big network for yourself and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely working to your benefit. So your network is your network. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's Facts. what a lot of people need to know. Okay. Well, I mean, what's next for you in regards to, you know, how you plan to build your empire? As far as building my empire, you always got to build someone else's empire to build your empire. Mm, so That's the key right there. Uh, Say that one more time, please. For you to work with me. Or to, to now, when you said again. when you said you always have to build someone else's empire in order to build your empire, that's the key right there. That a lot of true. people don't get that. You know, what I'm saying they feel they always want to start their own thing, but they don't realize that every general was a soldier at one point. You know what I'm Facts. saying? So You're right. You know, but anyway, continue. Sorry, man. I smoke a little too much weed sometimes. Shout out my smokers out there. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I got a marijuana distribution coming out soon, so be on lookout for that. You know. But, you know, don't smoke too much we forget to interview. Well, anyway, back to... <laughs> so, just to reiterate my question so we get back on track. I was asking, what's next for you and how you're building your empire? You know what I'm saying? So, what's next to me is that um, pretty much it's just time to be with 
my tribe, my team, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I need to build and bring talent to a certain label or group that needs a come up to build or rebuild that legacy, you know? Mm-hmm. And that legacy is important because a lot of people and legends were on that legacy. Mm-hmm. So to me, I feel like right now, all they ask from me is just that one hit, that one song. And um, I'm going to bring them that record, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like right now, in this certain situation in time, we don't have a lot of real authentic rappers out in the game mm-hmm. like we used to. We don't have that real true gangster rap you know there's a lot of you know a lot of things came out of la and it was just some corny little songs commercially that popped off for like two months it's mm-hmm. not really that worth it i want something that's lifelong you know time a timeless record you know something that's going to bring them happiness to where it reminds them about the old days mix them with the millennial days of who we are right now mm-hmm. as artists and individuals you know bringing the culture the real true culture back Right. That's what I'm doing right now. To um, that's actually a current project I'm on right now, that I'm gonna be building and fixing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel you on the whole going back and bringing that culture back and stuff. But I feel like the n- new generation wants to push the culture forward. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, what's your response to that? You know, being that the new culture wants to push forward, old heads like us or OGs mm-hmm. like us want the original to come back you know what i'm saying but i honestly don't see that happening maybe a newcomer might come in and you know maybe spit some bars catering to what's going on in his life or present times but i just don't foresee the old sound of the golden era coming back Mm, okay that's where some people got it you know in their head like it's not a wrong thing of saying that you got to push forward but you got to go back to your roots you know what i'm saying you gotta go back to roots where where hip hop came from, you know. How are you supposed to push forward if you don't know the history of hip hop, you know? So, to me, it's like you gotta bring and take out the elements of what was sounding hot back in the days, and mixing it in with the new. Because there's so many new producers, so many new artists out here, that there's so much clutter from the fake and real, you know. You can literally spot out fake from real right now, you know. There's not a lot of real rappers in the game anymore you know I, I want authentic I want to see more artists come in the game that knows about how Pac and Biggie did it you know mm. um, the whole story between Suge and Diddy you know like what really happened what what made you know certain certain labels pop off you know such like Death Row such as Bad Boy you know certain things like that I want to see that kind of stuff come back in the game mm. because there's just too much you know like it's just you know they're mixing up certain samples that doesn't mean anything in hip-hop and it's just like how am i supposed to listen to this every day when i can't relate to it you know right i want to listen to something that i can relate to i agree i agree i i I like to listen to things that i can relate to as well Mm -hmm. you know um i just feel like you know back to your point when you were saying you know you want the old school to come back as far as like you know lyricism and substance in the music and stuff like that mm-hmm. i don't think it's coming back with the old sound i think it's going to push forward with the new sound meaning it's going to be the new generation kind of mm-hmm. you know doing it the way they see fit and what according to what they like and just because it ain't real to us or we don't identify with their story don't mean it's not real because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everyone got their own story. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just basically saying that to be open because it's like you don't want to miss out 
on the diamond in the rough of the new generation because you're trying to hear something from the past. You see what I'm saying? As a, you know, that's when you put your A and R hat on and really, yes. you know, what I'm saying make that executive decision to get to that bread. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel so, you on that. Well, when I do have to put my A and R hat on, you know, it's educating the youth, the ones that want to learn more about the games. You know, like when it comes to the music industry, a lot of people get caught up of. I want to sign a record deal. I want to get signed. You know, I had so many people in my DMs. Just because you got a little bit of fame here and there doesn't mean that you're a superstar yet. That's one piece of the puzzle to get you to your towards your career, you know? Mm. Like, we had to educate you on, like, certain things. Like, what is a hit? You know, what are your requirements of making that hit? You know, like, wh what are you trying to relate to? What kind of sign you're trying to bring out? Mm. You know? And on top of that, it's like... It's all about the relationship, you know? You need that relationship built with your A&R, your DJ. You can't just do this all by yourself. You can't just be a one-man team. You actually got to do everything as one, as a team. Mm. You know? How are you supposed to get to the top when you can't bring everybody else, you know? Facts. Nah, I totally agree, man. So um, so tell me, you know, because I, I see a lot of people, you know, that try to go on Instagram and sell the same dream. Well, not the same dream. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase what I'm about to say. I see a lot of people on social media claiming they could do the same things you do. Like, I remember one time I sent you a screenshot of a dude on LinkedIn mm -hmm. who posted a picture of you in front of the Def Jam I sign. And the that. caption was saying... Oh, if you want to get in front of labels, holla at me. But come to find out, the dude was a phony. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. how does an artist kind of filter out who's real and who's not as far as, you know, someone that can claim they could put them in front of some a label or something like the that? The difference between that certain situation on that platform compared to what I do is that they charge artists to get to certain locations. I don't, I don't charge artists because it's my passion, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're an artist, you gotta be making some type of source of income. Mm -hmm. You know, your passion, cool, you know, you can get paid for it, but to bring somebody to a certain location, make sure that you check their credentials, you know, make sure that they're authentic, you know? Mm -hmm. If you can't meet with them, you know, in a certain area, like we're meeting right now, mm -hmm. I'm meeting you, right? If you can't meet that person face to face and they can't bring you a certain little taste of who they are mm. and their platform, they're not authentic. They're just trying to make money off of you. Mm. You know, why make a certain small fifty, hundred, two hundred dollars there when you make a, a, a six digit check, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like you can actually make a million a million off of one artist, you know? Right. If you let them <clears> to the right place. But it's just the relationship again. You know, like these guys don't want relationships, they just want money. I mean, I, I get that, you know, and, and, and to their defense, you know, like, if this is all they do, you know, mm -hmm. it would be ideal to charge a retainer if you honestly feel you can help this person, you know what I'm saying? Because you're adding value to their life, but if you mm -hmm. can't help this person and you just take your money from them, then that's just wrong, you know what I'm saying? I had this conversation with my guy earlier, but about some other business dealings, but I'm just saying, collecting a retainer for something that you can't do is wrong. But if you feel you, in your heart that you can help this person, y yeah, you should charge for your time because it costs to make phone calls. It costs to take potential investors out to dinner and you know set up meetings for them to come in and pitch their song, whatever the case may be. So I get that, and the lights gotta stay on, right? You know, mm -hmm. but so I'm not opposed to charging a retainer for that service, but if you can really help that person, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Don't just accept anything just to get that upfront money because the back end money is where it's at. 
you know. And how does that point structure work? Do you have a point structure since you obviously don't collect the retainer up front? Mm -hmm. Do you just tell the artist, okay, if you get signed for 500000 I want two points, meaning 2% of that, or how does that work? Well, pretty much if, let's just say that I bring somebody to a certain situation where they're about to get a big check mm. for who they are, right? Mm. I'm going to be able to look. The only way you're going to get signed to these certain people is if you bring me in with you, you know? Mm. If I'm the gatekeeper and you're the key, we have to be together, you know? I mm -hmm. need the key to open those doors. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go behind my back and get that deal because you need my approval to go to you, you know? They only come to me to get to you. It's politics. You can't jump over a chess piece and say that you're going to be winning. Here, I'm here. Nah, you still got to take me with you one way or the other. Do you have contracts in place with these uh, artists? Nah, I don't have any contracts in place. And that's Why because I, I see more as I don't want to own a person. I want to be their business partner. Well, it all depends on the terminology you have in the contract. So, like, for example, mm -hmm. when I put people on the contract, it's more so they're retaining my services. It's non-exclusive, but it basically states that you're, you're my client, mm -hmm. right? And if I find you money, I want this. Now, you can go find somebody else who finds you money. And then split with them, and then I'm out of it because they found it for you. But if I find you money, mm -hmm. I want this. So it's a non-exclusive agreement that you can put together with your clients that states that you would get paid for your services on the back end since you're not collecting a retainer. Because if you're not in contract mm -hmm. and somebody finds the connect that you introduce them to or gets their number and be like, yo, listen, um... I want to do the deal with you, you know, and Flip introduced us, but I don't really mess with him like that, you know what I'm saying? Let's just do the deal with you and let's get it popping. They can legally do that and you can't do nothing. And, and they could, but then again, that business partner of mine, if that person crosses me and saying that we don't really need Flip, then you know what? It wasn't really a partner. They're just there to snag a little bit of money here and there. But at the same time, is that that's when I secure myself, is that... Anytime I work with an artist, mm -hmm. I'm also a producer too. Mm -hmm. So you have your DJ, your producer, your A&R, your manager. You know, I'm an artist as well. So if you need that certain little piece of me, you have to have a piece of me to get to those doors. Mm -hmm. You know, because without those lyrics, without that song, without that beat, how are you supposed to go to that door? You still need me at the end of the day. And when money shows up or a deal shows up, that's when the paperwork starts. It's just that people get a little worried and nervous that they're locked into something. Um, a lot of artists get scared because every time they see a piece of paper that they have to sign, they feel like they're giving with their souls. And I don't want artists like that to make to make them feel like they're giving with their souls. I, mean, I want yeah. them to mm -hmm. feel that, like, yo, I'm your partner. I'm your business partner. I'm going to push you into that building. But at the end of the day, that's my beat. I'm your DJ. I'm your manager. I'm whatever it is, your A&R. And you still need me at the end of the day. So, like it or not... You're going to have to sign a piece of paper one way or the other, but you're going to have to fight through that door with me, you know? Yo, and that's exactly what you put on the piece of paper because at the end of the day, people only feel like they're signing away their soul because that's what the paperwork says. You know what I'm saying? If the paperwork is good and it's in your best interest, then you shouldn't feel no way about signing it if you know how to read mm -hmm. or if you know how to read a contract. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely you want to explain that to your client explain the importance of why this protects both of us. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So you should definitely have that in place. But again, I don't want to tell you how to run your business. I'm yeah. just kind of sharing. We all have our some, own platforms, our yeah. own you know, formula of how to run a business, You know mm -hmm. how to get some assigned. Um, the beginning of the year, I recently got a artist, a distribution through UMG. He also got a 
independent label distribution for his artists as well. Mm-hmm. And all he did was just pretty much sign these papers and then I got paid out of that oh, percentages, you know, without having him to sign any kind of contract paperwork. And he's doing good so far, you know. Um, shout out to 730. 730's doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I got him a interview on This Is 50. I got him certain types of connections in the game and he's happy ever since. You know, he's not selling his soul. He got an independent contract and he's doing good, you know? Good stuff, man. Well, yeah, yeah well, again, if, if if you got that loyalty from your client and mm-hmm. the label and, you know what I'm saying, and you trust that, then keep, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know what it, I'm saying? To me, it's, it's about loyalty. It's not about that paperwork. The paperwork is going to come. It's always going to come. But if that loyalty ain't there first, I'm not going to work with that person. It's because, like, how am I going to trust you with paperwork if I can't trust you as a friend? That's a fact, man. That's a fact. I just, you know, I'm just a friend. But, you know, and sometimes in business, you can't be friendly. You know what I'm saying? Can't be friendly. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, everybody's different, you know. It is what it is. I done been through too much unloyalty that Mm -hmm. makes me the way I am today. You know what I'm saying? It toughens up. You know what, though? Mm -hmm. We loyal to each other, and that's why we're here right now. We still got a good relationship. You know, nothing's bonding us between any of us. We good Mm -hmm. peoples, and we're going to keep doing interviews and our things. Big facts, man. Yeah. Big facts. Well, sh- man, listen, bro. I want to wish you much success in your journey, man. I'm excited. You know, you're the first repeat guest. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till you come back again and share even bigger news. You know, hopefully you got your own imprint in, in Universal or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to hear that news. And um, yeah, well, let the people know, man, where they can. Well, let the artists know where they can send you music and how you can help change their lives. You can you can hit me up on on IG. Flip the plug, F L I P D A plug, P L U G. You know, get at me on there. I don't answer DMs, but my email's on there. You know, like I like to make you find a way to connect to me because I just don't hit the DMs up. You know how many people I have on there? I just don't answer those DMs. You know, I'm sorry, and I'm a busy man. Yeah, it's all good, man. But, Do you got any other news you want to share? I know you said you had some some news you can only talk a little bit about, but it was a bit confidential. If it's G14 classified. <laughs> We don't got to talk about it. I would say one thing, right? Um, I don't know if you guys heard of Death Row. You know, I know they've been through a lot with a lot of what they got going on. You know, ever since Pac, Suge, all that. Mm-hmm. But 2020, they got something big coming up. You know, the legacy continues. And, you know, I, I feel like they're just one song away from reviving that one legacy that they've been always wanting. You know, and... I'm here. I'm I'm right there in front of it, and I'm excited to see what's gonna happen next. What's your What's your position in that whole movement? I would just say business partner. Um, I can't really say much anymore say from there. Much. It's okay. just more just being by their side, you know, making sure that they really want the right people around them. You know, it's not easy to trust people in the industry, but you never know what's gonna happen next. And I got a lot of hope for Death Row, and I feel like they're the next biggest thing coming up for 2020. So tell me, who 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 exactly is gonna be running that? Cause I saw, uh, you know, Suge Knight pass over all the the rights to Ray J, right? I don't think the rights are Ray J. I I'm not sure about that part. Yeah, um, that was on the news. He uh, TMZ and actually and the, 
-hmm. I would say this. There's a lot of things on internet. You can't trust the internet. The internet's a game, you know? Yeah. No, I heard that was facts. Yeah. Like, but 50 said it, everybody, you know what I'm saying? 50 said it, but then the day that we live in an entertainment business, you know, and we're going to entertain as much as we can. Mm. And, you know, at the end of the day, working behind the scenes, you see a lot more of what's behind the scenes than what's in front of the scenes. Copy. And that's why things are just quiet the way they are, you know, let people think what they want to think, but you don't know what's going to come next, mm. and we're going to have to find out soon, right? Hey, what they say was in the dark shall always come to the light, right? Facts, exactly. You well, got to go through the dark just to get to the light. Big facts. Yo, thank you for stopping by again, my Cashy brother. G. You already know, man, always uh -huh. a pleasure. DJ Flip the Plug, you already know, Johnny Vegas. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to the channel. Cop the merch. We got it on deck for you. Got the new book coming, the new album coming. Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. And we out. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a 